Welcome to Marriage and Money, a conversational podcast about personal financial topics aimed at improving conversations about money in your marriage so you can reach your dreams together. This is a weekly discussion brought to you by a seemingly financially incompatible couple bonded by the legal contract of marriage. My name is David, your favorite saver, and in addition to Heather today, we are honored to be joined by a couple that has inspired us along our journey, Zach and Meredith. Welcome to the program. Yay, we're super excited to have guests today. Hey, we're excited <laughs> yeah. to be with you. Excellent. So, um, so Zach and I met at work. We worked together, and um, I think I, our spouses introduced each other at a holiday party, work holiday party, and found out we shared a lot of same interests, travel and wine and cards, and so kind of kicked it off there, and we've been friends since then. So we've done some traveling together and enjoyed a lot of good wine, and yeah. Amazing. Somebody else likes wine other than us. What are the odds? <laughs> they agree with step zero, I bet, which <laughs> often starts with a bottle of wine, but um, we'll find out. But anyway, um, we've learned a lot from them, like you said in your intro. They've really inspired us on our journey, and uh, we're excited for to hear about their story today. So um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, what do you do, how long you've been married. The whole rundown, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, right now we are living in Connecticut, um, but we just moved out here a couple of months ago from Minnesota, where we had been for 14 years. So we are new to the East Coast. Yeah, and um, ex- excited excited to be here and lots of, lots of fun uh finance topics to come along with a, a mm-hmm. big move. But uh, I'm a finance professional, uh, not personal finance, to, to be clear, but mm-hmm. finance professional. Uh, I'm a teacher, uh, and we've been married for 14 years, um, but together since freshman year of high school. So we have had lots lot, of time to ta- of ta- time. talk about a lot of these topics. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh. So one of the questions we like to ask a lot of our guests is to tell us about how you've got your finances set up as a couple. Do you have them separate, combined, kind of a hybrid approach? Uh, want- everything is 100% combined for us. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And, and was that was that the case from the beginning? Did you, uh, were you, did you go in always knowing that was going to be the case or did it take some discussion to get there? That's a great question. I think we I think we just naturally found our way into it. And maybe that's just a function of that's the way we saw our families and whatnot yeah. do it. But uh, I don't think we ever actually considered the 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 alt- alternative. And maybe yeah. in the first year that would, it would have helped us. But, yeah. we, but I think to be fair, like we were what, like 23, 24 when we got married. So we were really young and hadn't really lived our lives apart from each other as adults. So um, everything was 100% combined right away for us. Yeah, Got it. no, that makes sense. And is one of you more of a spender, or one of you more of a saver, or do you feel like you both kind of have the same inklings? Uh, we're, pretty, we're pretty balanced, um, I think, and, and we'll probably talk more about this later. There are some times where I'm maybe a little bit more of a saver and like, trying not to spend money because I'm, we're like trying to save for some goal or something. Um, but not so much so that, that it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that if I have to lean one way or another, I, I lean spending. There are some things I, 
I like nice ver- versions of. I, I do love all things food, food and drink, and sometimes there's nothing good. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Heather, Heather likes some <laughs> the nicer things in life as well, and a bit too much at times. But <laughs> yes, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'd love to hear more about your story as a couple, as it, it relates to your finances. Um, so I, I know at least when Heather and I started. We we came from different places in that like I was I was very interested in let's let's put together a plan and a budget and let's figure out how we're gonna do things. And she was not there at all. She was she came at it from, oh, you know, I'm a finance person, I got this all figured out, I don't need to worry about this, we make good money, this doesn't matter. And I couldn't disagree more. And it took a lot of discussions for us to a get to a arguments. point. Arguments. You're being kind with the word discussion. Okay. <laughs> arguments. <laughs> heated, heated discussions. Let's not get, let's not get <laughs> overboard. But. And so did, did you two come at it from, from the same place or, or were you in a situation similar to Heather and I? I think we had a, a start that was a lot like you guys. Mm-hmm. So, I had the brilliant idea as this new new husband that I was going to bring, you know, financial structure and budgeting to to our marriage. That was going to be one of my gifts or contributions. So I can still remember like pulling together again, remember finance professional by trade by trade, uh reams of of information to prepare for what I would have considered our first meeting uh from a finance standpoint as a as a married couple and i thought my wife um would be you know similarly inclined and excited and that was not exactly her her response <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I attended the meeting uh, <laughs> perfect attendance there it is. That's I, which, yeah which took place in our office so Zach sat down at the desk and I, you know, was invited to take the chair across from him. Uh, and he presented his spreadsheets and talked at me about um, all of our finances. And it was horrible. I just I felt like I was like in the principal's office or like in trouble for something. And our first year of marriage was not a great year financially financially Financially. it was yeah it was we were spending more than we were making Mm -hmm. um and I just left that and I was like well that was the worst thing ever like I hate finances um which is exactly what I was hoping right yeah that's what he said my life's my life's work (laughs) reduced to a a a terror fest for my wife Yeah. yeah so um, I called up my dad and I was just like, I, I know I hurt Zach's feelings. He'd been working on this forever. And I basically like brushed it off and was like, this is awful. And he said, well, next time open up a bottle of wine. Which was just a helpful reminder that, you know, you kind of make things into whatever you want it to be. And, you know, opening up a bottle of wine is like having a date, having, doing something fun. Mm -hmm. And so we never met in the office ever again. That Um, was the last meeting. That was the last meeting we we ever had. (laughs) 
Um, and we always, we would find a place that was comfortable and we could sit side by side. And I also required that every month when Zach would, we'd sit down for our discussion, Zach had to come prepared with a joke. Yep. So <laughs> the, the slides that I would bring, I went from spreadsheets to summarized sli- uh, slides, PowerPoint slides. And one of those, the first one, I think the first one would yeah. always have to be a joke. And, and it had to be like, it, it had to be timely, yeah, timely, related to the finances for uh-huh. that month. Let me tell you, that took some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I imagine, yeah. That's a different muscle than finances. But, but that's a really great way to open it up, right. open it up lighthearted. And yeah. yeah, I really love what you said about making it your own. Because I think I think what you experience, right, is a lot of what people think it has to look like. Oh, it has to be this business meeting. And it doesn't. Like, it can be what you want to make of it. It can be starting with a joke. It can be having a bottle of wine. I think that's a really good reminder to set the environment to the tone that you want to have it. It doesn't have to be this staunchy business meeting. Yeah. And the other thing that I liked about your story was that you kind of, you found out the hard way, unfortunately, (laughs) that this isn't something that you can do on your own and deliver to your spouse. Like your spouse has to be engaged in it from, from the ground up and, and be a part of the process. You can't just be, here's all the information now, accept it. (laughs) That didn't go over very well. It sounds like (laughs) it it did not. It was a rocky start, but I think to your point, it was it was probably the start that we we needed. Sure, and it turned it honestly turned what could have been a real weakness into probably our single greatest strength as a as a couple, mm-hmm. and one that that is a a source of of joy and a, and a it's one of our favorite things to talk about, mm-hmm. if not the most favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, so, so it went from being something Meredith had no interest in participating into. Her favorite thing, favorite thing to talk about. Which and is. now she's uh, pursuing a career in finances. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So it became your favorite thing. So why did why did this become your favorite thing? Um, I mean, wh- how did this go from being such a chore to being fun? And I, underst- I understand, like the wine helps, the jokes help. Um, yeah. but, but it's still personal it's, finance. It's still personal finance. It's still right? a bunch of numbers. And <laughs> as exciting, yeah. I'm sure Zach can make his PowerPoint. I'm sure he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> It's still, um, you know, not that exciting. So honestly, some of the things, so over time, so we've gone from these like monthly meetings and kind of checking in. Um, but one of the most fun thing that we started was every year we have what we call a financial offsite. Um, and our offsite, much like your, um, your state of the, uh, the marriage. Of the marriage, yes, which <laughs> yeah. was inspired by you. Exactly, yes. you were the inspiration for that. Yeah, I like the name of this better. I do too. I do too. <laughs> yeah, ours sounds a lot more like something you actually have it in a business. But anyway, so our financial offsite is an opportunity for us to physically go away. Um, sometimes it's just an overnight or two in a hotel close to our house. Um, sometimes we've tacked it on to a bigger trip and have started with our offsite materials and then it gives us things to talk about. But um, at our offsites, we always talk about um, our like long term and short term financial goals. Yeah, that's where we start. Yeah. It always comes back to and we document it and say this is what we're in, what we care about. This is who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's the beginning of every conversation and we revisit where we were before. And it's a check-in to say, 
Is this still the same stuff we care about? And like kind of our spending principles, which I know feels kind of lofty, but it's kind of like, what are the things that we spend money on that bring us joy, that enrich our lives and revisiting that? Because if later down the road, we're like, hey, should we put money towards this thing or that thing? We can go, no, not really, not because it doesn't align with what we we've said is important to us. Yeah. So I, so I, I think like going back to like the, the question of like, how does this kind of become something more than personal finance? Uh, Cause it is still personal finance mm-hmm. at, at its heart. Like this is kind of the language by which we, we, we live our lives. So it's, it's become being very declarative. I'm big on being declarative about, what we what we care about, what we want to achieve in life, what brings us joy, mm-hmm. um, and it sets the 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 guidelines for how we do month to month, day to day to day. And so, personal finance isn't this abstract thing. It's kind of it's it's how we we fulfill on our objectives and our our goals, um, and and that can lead to what Meredith would, would call like kind of the gamification of our, of our finances, mm-hmm. um, which, which will make it fun. I'll let you talk about yeah. that. Um, so if anybody is looking for some ideas, so gamification would be um, like, where can we find money in our existing budget to put towards something else? So um, a couple we of always weeks. have like a, a monthly spending fund budget, for example. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. And it, that's a set amount. But if there's something extra that we want to do, like a couple of years ago, um, we got Disney passes, but wow. we didn't really have a spot in the budget for like actually going to Disney. If that makes sense. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> so we needed to find that money, and neither of us was bringing in more money. So instead of you know, just having this fun spending that we just spent every month. Um, we tried to save as much of that so that we could then put it towards Disney. And this is where maybe sometimes I save a bit more because I'm like, if we don't eat out at all this month, look at how much money we'll have for Disney. That's that's totally what I would say. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. I, so I love that idea. Has that been something both of you, like, is Zach got excited about, like, finding areas and opportunities? Or? I it's it's, it's been built it's it's been <laughs> it's become part of my DNA. Meredith calls it winning the game mm-hmm. or playing the game. Um, is when you deprive yourself and <laughs> and then yield uh, yield savings that can be invested elsewhere. Yeah. But yeah, it's become uh, after after fourteen years of marriage, it's it's become part of me too. That's really cool. Uh, playing the game. Maybe I disagree, but but <laughs> yes, I, I'm there. That's really cool. So you, you've set up this game, and then also, I, it, what I was hearing also was that this uh, your your financial offsite is also something you look forward to every year. So now, because because you've turned this from a fi- just a financial discussion into almost a vacation, now you're you're looking forward to this because it's more than just finance. It's we're celebrating the year, we're planning ahead, we're having these great conversations and we're having a good time at, at a hotel or some, some location as well. So, wow. Yeah. The, that I, you, you reminded me though, like we started off and it was very finance oriented, but then we also saw it as a way to at the same time, strengthen 
our our mar- our marriage. So mm-hmm. Meredith Meredith brought in would typically bring in and it's some some additional topic of of some yeah. kind. Like I think I've done uh like like quiz like love language quizzes and things like that just as another like marriage yeah, marriage tool, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we tried to do both in, in the course of of the of the week. And and we forgot to mention one of the most important parts of the of the offsite, which is the name tags. Uh, oh, which, name tags. Because after time I have been calculator, among others. I've been depreciation. <laughs> uh, I have had to scour like financial terms, really looking for ones that would, that would make sense. So we're at the bottom of the barrel now, just to be clear. (laughs) That's, that's pretty funny. I like that. That, that also adds a little bit of levity to the discussion. If you can have some fun financial names that you go by as well. So I really liked how you talked about, you know, part of this is really getting on the same page and setting goals, both like long-term and short-term. So how do you, like, how has that progressed? I mean, have the, has it always been that way or like, and how has that evolved over the years of kind of how figuring out where you guys want to go and get aligned on, you know, and it sounds like it's more than just financial. Like you said, you've got kind of your principles of what's important to us and where do we want to spend our, probably our time and our money and our resources. Right. Um, so how has that kind of worked for you guys? Yeah, I think it, it got its start, I would say. The first time we talked about it in earnest was the first offsite mm-hmm. we did. And I can't remember how many years into our marriage that was. I want to say maybe maybe three. I think 2010 may have been the inaugural uh, the inaugural offsite. And, you know, I think our, our goals and objectives have sharpened maybe over time. Like we've learned a little bit more about our ourselves. But... I'd say they're they haven't changed. No, because I lot. feel like when I when we were moving, I was looking through and I was reading through some of our old offsites. I was like, I think the things that our long term goals that are on there are identical to the ones we still have now. Wow, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So but has yet- has this move has part of this move going from Minnesota out to the East Coast? Has that was that something that was kind of part of your goals and something you were striving to do? Yeah. yeah, it was. We wanted to get out of home base. Home base. Um, we 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 wanted that to be, and still do want it to be, um, out you know outside of home country. Um, but right on the coast, like we're pretty close to be. Yeah. Oh, we're almost out of the country. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the East Coast is kind of a different world from the Midwest. Yeah, it so is. Pretty- <laughs> it is. It's a very different world. <laughs> But it was a, it was a, it was, it was, uh, it was part of those goals. We wanted to have the finances in place to be able to support it. Um, and you know, periodically, I don't know if you guys have found this to be true, but like periodically throughout marriage and life, like, yeah, you kind of need a kick in the pants to like, like get back out there and, and kind of re-energize and, and re-explore. And, and we were looking for that, um, from a, from a personal standpoint and, so when we made this choice, like there was a lot of financial de- deliberation, like we're risking risking a, a, a job, just like like you guys right. as you're trying to figure out is, is David going to have have a role out there or, or right. not. So there's a lot to de- deliberate, but you gotta. I think what we find is like you got to figure out what's most important, both personally and 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 with that financially, and 
We're like, yeah, it's worth taking a bit of a financial gamble to get this life New experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I really like that. Cause I think it is a balance. I mean, we've kind of gone through, like you said, even just moving here like this at first, you know, it wasn't a good financial decision, but it was more than not everything in life is what's the best way to make the most money. Right. It's like, and we see that, like we encourage people, like maybe someone wants to stop working to stay home and take care of the family or whatever. So yeah, that maybe isn't the best financial, but if that's what you is important for you and your family. And so I like that you're thinking more than just, you know, how do I get the biggest number or what's the best financial? It's like, there's more to life than that. It's what are the experiences and, and, uh, other growth items that you can have to, you know, to enrich in your, your life experience. Yeah. That, that's where what you were talking about with those goals comes into to right. play where they're not necessarily financial goals, but what are the things we value and right. knowing what you value helps make those financial decisions a lot easier as well. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. So if if you had to list one thing that's probably been most instrumental in making you successful in achieving your goals or really working together as a couple, what what do you think that would be that's that's brought you together the most or that's been that that key key piece? Yeah, I really do. Fun, I mean, it's <laughs> Yeah, I think I think bringing the the fun and maybe the levity has enabled the communication. And Mm -hmm. so there's not a financial topic or really as a result of us building communication skills on this, probably any topic that we can't effectively communicate on. So trying to not take things too seriously. I was just remember one of our offsites we've done, Zach will have like quiz questions, um, you know, like, all right, which of these three restaurants did we spend the most money at this year? Oh, and then it's like, oh wow, that is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> those take a long time to do, but they are fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's not necessarily the restaurant you went to the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do. I think I think that's that is I kind of built a bridge for for us is like keeping it light keeping it light um and and keeping focused on what what brings us joy mm-hmm. and invest accordingly <laughs> yeah i think that's really good advice because we've run into so many couples where like your similar situation where one person just isn't really into it and just like leave me alone you know, I'm not have any interest. And so we get this a lot. Like, how do you get the engagement? And I just, I love that idea of keeping it light and the levity and bringing it kind of a notch down. It's not, it doesn't need to be this super serious thing because I think that would really help a lot of people if it's just like, okay, calm down, you know, try to make it fun and enjoyable time. Cause of course, like if you're not interested in the topic and then you're going to go to this thing and have a serious conversation, it's like, you're not going to be engaged. Well, I'd rather do anything. Right. right. And so I think that's really, really great wisdom that is super simple or I mean, not simple, like doing quiz questions, but it's a simple <laughs> idea. It's like, of course, yeah, of course, make it fun. If it's not fun, yeah. Add some levity to it. And there are a few ways that are simple, like fi- finding that joke. Like, yeah, go on the, the internet's full of jokes. Yeah, Find a joke to start up, <laughs> start up the meeting, the I discussion with. Yeah, I think you need to start doing that. I wish you luck. I wish you luck on that that day, especially <laughs> if she makes you do custom jokes with graphics. 
Oh, <laughs> there have to be graphics. You had graphics with yours all the time. Yeah, okay. We'll just look for some memes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. Like, like illustrate. Yeah. 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 Financial memes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing says fun like financial memes. <laughs> What other specific like communication tips besides the you know keeping it fun? Because um, that we find it feels like in every one of our episodes where we're trying to help couples, is it really comes down? We it comes, it we feel like it really comes down to communication. That's pretty much anything in your marriage, right? Is talking about it and getting on the same page, whether you agree or not. You know, listening to your spouse, understanding where they're coming from. You know, being able to communicate. Um, do you have any other tips about how you've kind of worked through how to best? to communicate as a couple on finances or other things? I think finding the right time and place and Mm -hmm. setting that up ahead of time is going to be really important. So if you're both really, you're at your best in the morning, then maybe you're going out for morning breakfast, like a breakfast together, and that's where you're having your conversation. Um, But setting a time aside, making a date, specifically for that, I think is really important. I mean, sometimes it's something as simple as maybe having a couple of questions that you put down on a note card and then you go off to dinner and have drinks and dinner together. And there are those three topics of, Hey, what are our long-term goals? And let's just talk about that tonight. And, um, and maybe that's, that's all you're doing then. And yeah, that can take you down so many different paths, right. And, um, just that little bit of, stimulus i think is is can go go a long a long way and uh, yeah i totally agree like like um finding the right right time and place and you know coming back to a point that you guys have agreed on so that's one of the good things is like we can always come back to here's what we said to each other and committed to as part of um the offsite and it's it's a place of common common ground, and it's it's good to start from the kind of mm-hmm. principles, and that can that can bridge uh, a lot of things um, if there's if there's dif- disagreement. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and I Meredith mentioned um, what I liked about what Meredith mentioned. She said that it it helps to have to plant those seeds essentially in in advance to say here here is what we're we're going to talk about at this time so it's very clear then both people have a little bit of time to think about it you're not dropping a surprise a big financial bombshell surprise on somebody over dinner that they're not expecting everybody's mm-hmm. going oh yes we're going to be talking about this it's going to be okay i've i'm pulling my thoughts together i i i really like that idea yeah that's really good it's really wise so occasionally once in a while heather heather <laughs> likes to pull out the line Oh, I haven't told David about this yet, but and so <laughs> then I tell you. <laughs> but then there's other times where I'm like, I need to talk to you about something, and you're like, let's do it now, let's and you won't <laughs> let me like kind of let it well, simmer. Well, so. I just want to know the topic. Learning. I want to do the still, topic. Yeah, we're we're still working through things <laughs> okay. on our side. This is just full disclosure here. I just want people to know we we don't have it all figured out, but but we're working through it on our side, and I really like that suggestion of let's. Let, let's let everybody know what we we need to talk about and, and set a time for it. Yeah. So do you have a, a, a top me- favorite or a memorable one of these financial offsites that's like, when you think about it, it's like, oh man, that's the first thing that comes to your mind or maybe it's a recent one or a funny story or I don't know. So as part of one of our like budgeting thing, we wanted to have, you know, wine at our offsite, but instead of, you know, buying a, 
you know, the, the bottle of wine that's in the hotel room. I was like, I'm going to bring a bottle of wine with us. Yeah. You don't uh, want to pay those exorbitant prices. Yeah. Right. right. Of course. <laughs> so we're trying to open the bottle of wine in the hotel room. I believe I'm going to blame Zach for this. I think it was Zach. <laughs> he's convenient. He's right there. Yeah. He's there. Um, so he's trying to open the bottle of wine and it slips out of his hand. The top broke off. The top broke off. <laughs> no. Dropped the bottle of wine. On a marble floor. On a marble <gasps> floor. Oh. Shattering it. And wine went everywhere. And my first thought was, do you think I could just use these white towels and like we'll be able to clean it up? No problem. Luckily, I didn't even attempt that. I was like, no, clearly we need some help with this. So we had to call somebody up to clean up all this wine everywhere. And then after they left, I was like, well, I guess we got to get this bottle of wine from the <laughs> Got to pay those fees. <laughs> so sometimes it doesn't pay yeah. to try to be thrifty. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a that was that a financial offsite. Yeah. That was a memorable. Uh, that was a memorable one. Well, it, awesome. there, I, yeah, it's a good lesson though. That things don't always go as planned, and it, it, it sounds does. like you still you look back on it fondly though, and you're yeah. laughing about it now at least, right? So. Some, eventually, it probably took a little while, and then added some laughs. Yeah. <laughs>, <laughs> the night work worked out after we broke into the uh, expensive. Well. Oh, uh, overpriced bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, yes. We're very familiar with that concept in Singapore. Oh my goodness. Wine <laughs> wine costs about three times what it should here. Or more. Oh. Yes. Yep. So, so so if you were if you were to have one piece of uh financial advice that that you would give other couples listening, what do you think that would be? Um or would that be this, this similar to what you've already talked about in terms of uh, in terms of what made you successful in making things fun, bringing that levity, or is there something else that you would say couples struggling with, with conversations, this is what you need to be focusing on? You know, I, I do think number one for us is kind of bring the fun and levity, but I do think it was for us, it was powerful. Um, I'm kind of calling an audible here as I'm, as I'm thinking about this, but I think it was powerful when we kind of, brought this concept of what brings you joy into the the conversation. Like it's a, it was a different way for my finance brand brain of saying highest return on investment. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but what brings you the most joy and what, and, and that can guide a, a lot of your, your spending principles and, yeah. and what, what you, what you care about. Cause you can't, unless you're, you know, who, who who know who Jeff Bezos or something? You can't do it all, so you got to <laughs> right. figure out um, what what uh, what does bring you the most the most joy. And mm-hmm. I think that's a that's that's a powerful thing for a couple to be aligned on. Because is it like the flashy new electronics? Because if it is, that's fine. That's you great. just need to both be aligned on that and just know like we love having the newest of the new, and that's what we want to spend money on. For right. us, it's experiences. Um, and so we like to travel. We like to try new restaurants. Um, we like to spend time with our family and um, watch our family having new experiences. So those are some of the things that bring us joy. And so that's where 
where our dollars go. And so maybe we don't have the newest cars, but that wasn't something that brought us joy. So we don't have brand new cars. Um, but we do take trips together and we do get to do things with our family, um, that bring us joy. Mm -hmm. And so that's important to us. Awesome. That's really good. Yeah. Really good advice. Really good thoughts. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, uh, Zach and Meredith, for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure having you on. We we appreciate you making the time for us um, to have this conversation. And we appreciate all that, that you've given yeah. to us in terms thank of thank you to us. inspiring you us for, for State of the Marriage. That's and, right. <laughs> <laughs> and now I think we need to have a deeper discussion no, on what brings us joy. Let's continue to and, evolve and, it. And some levity. We need more levity in our <laughs> <No>. discussions. <laughs> See, we, we learn something jokes. every time we talk to you guys. <laughs> This has been really valuable for us. And I'm sure our audience does too. Yes. So I think that wraps up our conversation for today. We would love to hear how your conversations about money have gone or to take your questions on a future episode. You can email us at marriageandmoneypodcast at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at marriage.and.money. Thanks again for joining us this week. And remember that whether you are a spender or a saver, your best financial life lies somewhere in the middle.